We've all got ups and downs because the world's intense. How could you find out what to pair with your life events? A cocktail will never fail to provide a lift. Just raise a glass with your friends and let's drink about it. You're listening to Let's Drink About It, a podcast that proceeds from the premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail to go with it. I am Ben Harrison, one third of your hosting team. <laughs> I am Lizzie Bartelt, one third of your hosting team. And I am Chris Bowman, the other half of your one third <laughs> of your hosting team. Yeah, you definitely are the other half. Yeah. You, you know, I uh, that was a real nice, the better half. That was a real nice slow introduction, Ben. I tend to uh, machine gun fire through the intro, but uh, I, I really <laughs> like the pacing of that. that was oh nice. yeah, I want it to be pow, pow, languid. Pow. I want somebody that's just tuning in for the first time to be, what is this? Oh, it's boring. Okay, off. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> yeah, and, or if no, if, we want them to be like reclining and relaxing. Yeah, yeah. cocktail oh. in hand, maybe yeah, a in a bubble bath, smooth jazz playing in the back. Yeah. Um, somehow it magically synchronizes with our interstitial music every yeah. time that comes up. <laughs> uh, Perfect. How are you guys? Good. Doing it's okay. How are you, day. buddy? Yeah, not bad. Uh, yeah, it is a beautiful day. Uh, we're a Saturday afternoon here to uh, you know make yeah. sure that everyone knows where we and when we are. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of nice uh, recording Saturday day. I think it's like the first time it hasn't been a Sunday night in a very long time. Yeah, I really like recording during the day for a bunch of reasons, but the main one is that whenever we have to take photos of the drinks at yes, night, exactly. it always yes. looks terrible. Yes, totally. <laughs> Daytime like, photos are going to be good this Yeah, this it's time. one of those things where I, like, I kind of don't even know like how big a deal the pictures are for people, but like for me, it's like, oh, yeah. God, yeah. I just don't want it to be ugly. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, yeah, when you when you factor in like tungsten light or like lamp light, it, it, it really, it uh, the quality varies so wildly on, at least on my end like that's yeah. why the la- like last week or last episode I, I took a photo of a drink directly under a lamp because <laughs> I just, just posted that one it looks good yeah it was a pretty I one it looked really good oh thank yeah. you guys. nailed it yeah I uh I think that like half of the reason I bought a little still camera was because of this show and I wanted like something better than a cell phone yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they come out really nice in fact for being challenged by the light all the drinks from the last episode look really good Mm -hmm. i'm reviewing them now yeah well done team we we take it seriously yeah if if no if no other part of the show we take that part seriously (laughs) right um so uh what's uh what's on the docket here gang you want to do life event it's your event buddy yeah it's chris's life yeah it's my life (laughs) we Uh, all just live it I, yeah, I haven't even thought about the phrasing of my life event. Um, well, okay. Uh, I am going to Santo Domingo for work wow. for a couple of days. Yeah. Fancy. So, DR? Yeah. DR. Doctor. Oh. I've never been. Have you been? I've never been. Me neither. I've been to PR, but never DR. Oh. Uh, well, let's uh, let's talk some drinks. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we? Here go the recipes. Well, I, uh, I you know... Dominican Republic, uh, I reflexively picked a rum drink out, and this is one that I uh, I think is pretty strongly associated with Brugal, which is a Dominican yeah, rum. Yeah, I was reading about them today. Uh, this is the Dehumidifier, <laughs> yes. so uh, two ounces of white rum, probably Brugal would be the, the rum that I would recommend, although I don't know, I usually have some 
on hand, but I'm not sure if I do today. Uh, so I'll be substituting some other lesser white rum. <laughs> uh, half an ounce of lemon juice, two teaspoons of sugar syrup, uh, three dashes of Angostura bitters, soda water, and a mint sprig. So you'll add the first three ingredients with ice and uh, in a shaker and shake and strain it into a tall Collins glass that's filled with crushed ice and float the bitters on top. And uh, I guess you... Uh, I guess you add the soda and then you float the bitters. It's left out of the description that I copy-pasted, so... (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't make any sense to float the bitters and then add the soda. Uh, And then you garnish with a mint sprig and or a fruit slice. Mm. So, kind of a... It looks like not a super sweet drink. Kind of more of just a refreshing uh, sipper that has... That is spiked. Good for humid humid weather. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And humid weather. (laughs) <laughs> all weather is human weather. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Uh, well, I, yep, I so. also went with a rum drink. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Um, and I, I was doing a little reading up because I've never been to Dominican Republic. I lived in a very Dominican neighborhood for a few years yeah. um, and drank a lot of Presidente. <laughs> but I didn't quite think that was, um, you know, the cocktail to go with a cocktail podcast was <laughs> crack open a beer. Um, yeah, it's happened before. <laughs> true. Yes, true. Yeah, that's my It's move. a good beer. Uh, but mine also calls for Bruegel rum. Uh, one and a half ounces. Doesn't say a specific type and they make all sorts of rums. Yeah, they make a lot of yeah, varieties. They're like the, the gold standard of Dominican rum, it sounds like. Um, three quarter ounce of fresh lime juice. Three quarter ounce of passion fruit syrup. Whoa. Quarter ounce of Fernet Branca. Yeah. And then you can garnish with whatever you like. Uh, <laughs> hot I, dog? A hot dog is my, my preferred <laughs> garnish for most drinks. Yeah. Um, I think I'll pass on hot dog today. <laughs> I didn't stop and buy rum. Uh, I just really want to beat that uh, joke. I want to beat that joke into the ground. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. That's like 95% of the premise of our show. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. How to garnish a cocktail with a hot dog. Yeah. Um, I, as is usual, it was hard to find ingredients and I couldn't find passion fruit juice and I thought I would be able to. Yeah. Um, I I didn't go too far. There is a... There was no, like, box of passion fruit nectar. Yeah. And I ended up getting, like, tropical fruit juice that had passion fruit in it. And I reduced that. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So you're already you're ahead of the there's, game. There's a couple companies that make um, passion fruit syrup. Yeah. Liber & Co. is one. Yeah. They make, uh, like, like, tonic syrups and yeah. stuff like that. But but I everywhere that, I, that they sell it, nearby i've i haven't seen that particular one i've seen the tonic syrup but. yeah i have to say so I, I, I'm, I didn't i'm shocked I didn't dig too deep i'm shocked in a city that never sleeps new york yeah. brooklyn well, greenpoint specifically you cannot find i mean toronto come on of course you can't find anything <laughs> here but yeah uh, but remember when i couldn't find uh, grenadine yeah i mean like times are tough we here do, on we Manhattan do live in a neighborhood Avenue. that doesn't necessarily like have it doesn't have the everythingness that much of New York does. I see. Yeah. Okay. I have a memory um, of going to the grocery store around the corner from both of your houses. Uh, I don't know. It was where that bottled depot is, you know? Ben? Yeah. Uh-huh. Associated. Yeah. So I think I, I went in there for, for exactly that, for passion fruit syrup or something. 
uh, and I found, I think it, I, I could be confusing memories, but I'm pretty sure I found what I was looking for in that place. But it was like the last <laughs> container on the shelf. Like, it was well, like covered in lot. dust. Yeah. You bought the last one. I, there was none for me. Well, yeah. I mean, that was about a year and a half ago. So, you know, maybe the supply <laughs> train's a little late. I don't know. I've read a little bit about how like high, high fanciness level tiki bars do the passion fruit thing. And there are companies that will ship you like passion fruit pulp like oh. overnight but it like it has no shelf life it lasts like two days and wow. then, so so they're like constantly ordering it because like to like a huge number of rum based drinks call for a passion fruit puree right yeah. which is uh very difficult to keep fresh like you, huh. you and i and like if you have ever opened a passion fruit up it's like it's like basically goo with lots of seeds in it right. <laughs> so like separating the seeds out is a pain it's at home a pain, right hmm. and uh well i should have overnighted yeah yeah i mean it's like <laughs> it, it's one of those things where right. i love the taste of like really fresh passion fruit right. but it's like it is such a hassle to do at home it's like i don't know like baking really nice french bread it's it's right. just not really feasible for the home cook because right. it, it, there's like literally 60 hours of different steps that you right. have to do well yeah. i think we have a business plan then to have like a french bakery slash passion fruit puree store it, it's what it's what the listeners have been begging for us to do the whole time i'll get the business plan written up this week no better person to do it lizzie no better person to do it um sorry chris I, are you gonna be drinking a drink i am and you know what i took sort of i took uh Geographical location, uh, i.e., the islands, as the uh, um, inspiration point rather than um, DR specifically. But in sure. a move, okay. in a move that will surprise absolutely no one, I did choose a rum <laughs> drink. Ramapalooza. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this and is just give, becoming a rum podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, and given one the time of year, uh, actually, you know what? It was less the time of year, more the time of day that influenced my choice today. Um, mm. I went with a hot coffee grog recipe. Oh. Uh, so it's two ounces of Demerara rum, um, a quarter ounce, or a quarter teaspoon rather of ground cloves, uh, four to six ounces of fresh brewed coffee, uh, one quarter teaspoon of ground allspice, uh, two teaspoons of honey or brown sugar, a cinnamon stick, uh, half an ounce of Jamaican rum. Uh, and a long strip of orange zest for garnish. So you are going to, in a tall, heat-proof glass or mug, dissolve the sugar or honey in a little hot coffee, then add the remaining ingredients and stir with the cinnamon stick and garnish. <sighs> yeah. So I, I you know... That's going to look good in the photo. Mama pajama. <laughs> well, I, uh, I was really excited at whatever time it was this morning when I found this, and then I have since had two cups of coffee, and uh, <laughs> I think what is going to happen is we're going to have an audio unfurling of my nerves or a fraying of my nerves. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's lit. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's get wild at this coffee party. Cheers. Cheers. Ding, ding. Sound effect, Vacation sound work. <laughs> ah. Ho, ho, ho. What do we think? What we've got here is uh, certifiable jet fuel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine is Woo. very spiritous as well. As is mine. And, you know, I made my own syrup. I probably could have made it sweeter, but it's really nice and tart. Yeah. I think it'd be good on a hot day. 
Wow. Oh, man. Oh, man. Dehumidifying. Um, Do you feel drier having uh, a sip? Yeah. (laughs) I had to pee before we sat down, and now I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I could use that. Uh, so tell Chris, what, yeah. what, what, what you're yeah. going to Dominican Republic. Yeah. It kind of came out of nowhere. Actually. Uh, I over like, I don't know, maybe the last 10 years or so I've done like little side jobs with friends, like woodworking friends, like builders or, or like furniture makers or, you know, yeah. things like this. Right. And it's always like finishing work. I am the guy that comes on at the end and does like the t- tedious, monotonous stuff. But I also get, to, <laughs> I get to. It's kind of great. I get to uh, finish the work in shop, and then I get to go to the site and install things with the, with the maker. You know, so it's it's kind yeah. of like a really, so it's, it's a cool little side gig. You know, yeah. Uh, and and so recently, I've been doing that, um, uh, installing uh, uh, an art piece in a, a office building downtown with a friend of mine who I've worked for uh, not in a few years, but it, uh, over the years I've worked for a few times. Wow. And um, and he has um like a reinstallation happening down there. And um, a good friend of mine, the, the person uh, that put me in touch with this work, um, she can't go. So I am like the next in line kind of thing. So uh, I... <laughs> You're the uh, designated survivor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it just, you know, he asked if I'd be available. And of course, like it's, I think all in all, it's about 10 hours of work I'm going to do over the course of two days, but it has to be yeah. done overnight because it's in an open and operating hotel. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to have a lot of leisure time. I will get to look out a window or two, maybe hit the beach for 20 minutes here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Just enough shabby. time to catch a sunburn. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know me. You know me. I just, all I have to do is think about the sun, and I get sunburned. <laughs> and uh, you sneeze. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, but uh, so what? I uh, yeah. So that's that's why I'm going, and uh, and it's like a little break from your uh, daily routine. And yeah. Um, but I looked a little up business trip, shake things up. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of fun to travel for work. I mean, Ben, you do it all the time, and I think the fun maybe has been wrung out of that experience, maybe a little bit. <laughs> it's it, it, uh, it's got a, a siren song. Whenever you're not doing it, you kind of wish yeah. you were, even sure. though it's a pain when you're doing it. You know. Yeah. 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 I mean, and like you've you've uh, mentioned uh, before, but your job requires that you carry a lot of gear, and and I mean, I yes. think we have that ahead of us a little bit like we don't have to take too much because all the material is already there we're just taking right. some tools but assembling um, yeah exactly I why mean, are you trying to bring a hacksaw on board a commercial airplane sir yeah. well we got a few <laughs> ideas about airlines um, yeah you gotta you gotta snap photos of all your gear to tsa instagram and see if you're able to bring it am on i good the plane. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i actually my don't. favorite aspect about that instagram account oh really is that what you're supposed to do oh people will snap a photo at TSA or whatever the, like a the Bowie thing knife is, or something. and say, can I bring this on the plane? And then they'll regram it, and it's like a picture of a weird item, and they'll say, no go, or, you know, this is great. It's very like somebody hired a millennial for the TSA social group, and they have a fun It's the only person fun in the time ho- with it. whole government that has, a, has any sense of humor about that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the TSA, they have a great sense of humor. Um, that's really cool, man. That's, uh, that's an exciting trip. Trip. Yeah, is uh, 
So, so you're like literally like going down, doing the work and coming right back? Well, pretty much. I mean, I think I like the Sunday afternoon. So we're going Saturday, early Saturday morning, get there Saturday afternoon and then, you know, have Ten. a couple hours and then start working that night. Um, wow. And then um, I'll, you know, have to sleep at some point. But I'm going to see. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you, you know, don't need to. My mind. Uh, you're right. Yeah, I don't have to. And I probably shouldn't. <laughs> limited, limited time there and everything. But um uh, I, my mind immediately snapped to, uh, how many major league baseball players come from the Dominican Republic yeah. and, and the baseball culture there. So I looked up Dominican baseball leagues and there's a winter league that started, uh, in yes. October and it Whoa. goes to January. So, uh, the Santo Domingo team, I guess there's two teams in Santo Domingo and, um, it's like a 20 minute car ride from where i'm staying to the stadium and i think they're yeah playing on the sunday so uh i'm gonna see if i can't you know take in a few innings of baseball while i'm there which <laughs> is like, that would be great yeah that that's be... i was actually wondering if you would do that i'm so happy that you you get to what do yeah. you I, w- I would be very curious to know what the concessions are at a dominican baseball yeah. game i will like, document- dominican food is great yeah I mean, I don't want to make too many promises here. I'm not sure I can actually do it, like, timing-wise and everything. But uh, it's an afternoon game, so the timing that way would work out. But I just don't know if I'm going to feel human or, uh, (laughs) you know. But uh, if I can, I'm I'm 100% going to do it. And uh, I will bring back documented proof of what I eat at the baseball game. Ask around. See if they have a Frank Collins when they're (laughs) taking in a game of baseball. Yeah, that's the perfect drink for a baseball game, for sure. I'm sure it's called something else. What would it be called? Mm. Francisco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Whatever. Yep. If you're Cologne. exactly right. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a very dumb joke. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing to contribute to that. <laughs> Francisco was the only thing I had to contribute, and you hit that nail. Do they that. have tostones at the, the yeah. ballpark? Oh, that's, I would that's fuck my with jam. some tostones. Yeah. I don't sure. know what that is. What is that? That's a, plantain that's a, a fried up oh, plantain. Okay. Okay. You know, actually, I just had tostones recently and I was reminded of the time that you had a banana chip in your drink and you said, oh, do you guys like banana chips? And I said, no, yeah. I don't really like them, Love but I chips. really like tostones, tostones that are in that style where they're of like, like crushed, chip, crunchy. Oh, the oh, crushed okay. kind are good too, where it's more like a, it's a, a mashed like potato kind of thing. Yeah. Those are great too, but there's a place in Brooklyn that sells them that's like a a savory banana chip kind of situation yeah. and you dip it in this ahi sauce i think it's called mm, and man. it's so like vinegary good i'm in delicious uh, i guys... will occasionally buy a just like a plantain chip package mm. at a store oh yeah. yeah yep yeah that's like this something that occurs to me like once every six months and i'm always like oh my god i should do this all the time <laughs> these are great and then you know. and then you forget yeah, uh, the store at the top of my street sells little pack, like pre-packed, uh, like they package them themselves, like bulk uh, banana chips. And every so often, I just treat myself to, yeah. uh, <laughs> to a two-dollar bag of banana chips. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I wonder, do you think there's a direct correlation to, you know, someone that likes banana chips also likes hard candy and other assorted old people treats? I feel like <laughs> I feel like banana chips are like an old person. It's like, ooh, I, yeah. you know, I, I don't mind if I do. You know, the Venn diagram between Werther's original enthusiast <laughs> yeah. and banana yes. chip enthusiast is yeah. just a circle. And those yeah. violet candies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely an old old person treat. Yeah, and I think you should uh, appreciate. Yeah, embrace, embrace. It regardless. Oh yeah, I <laughs> tell Chris, you, if, if you don't have a a cut crystal bowl on your <laughs> coffee table with. Candies that are stuck to each other because they've been in there for so long. 
Yeah. You're doing it wrong. Uh, yeah. When you pick it, you pick up one and the whole thing comes yeah. with it. Yeah, that's the best. That is the Those best. Those little strawberries with the goo oh, in the yeah. center. Um, you yeah. know, I, I've always said that I am an old man just growing into my wrinkly skin. You know, like I honestly have felt, <laughs> I've felt like an old person my entire life. So old people treats, I'm in, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, just like go out for a walk, rub a little Ben Gay on the sore muscles and, uh, you know... Con- take candy. a constitutional. <laughs> My constitutional. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest part of the day. <laughs> postprandial constitutional. Do the body good. <laughs> My grandma did not have like old lady bowl of uh-huh. candy like that. Her her deal was uh, Oreos in a cookie jar. Yeah. Ooh. And. Uh, York peppermint patties. That was her Damn, like treat. She, that's, that's what she keeps around. So yeah, here's, it's really nice. Here's the uh, here's the Oreo in a cookie jar equivalent of the candies stuck together in the jar or bowl. <laughs> is that those Oreos are there just long enough to go a little soft? Yes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like every once in a while, I have an Oreo that tastes exactly exactly like having one yeah, in my grandma's just, house. Oh and yeah, it's just time like, travel. Oh. And yeah. if you like, if you like squint, it's like, oh, I guess these kind of taste like fresh baked Oreos. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my like uh, a fresh Oreo. My mamma <laughs> lived in uh, in Oklahoma, and we would go to visit her, uh-huh. and she like just kept like a brick of like you know like you get like the sticks of butter uh and there's like four in a box yeah and uh but you can buy you can buy it like as all four of those together like a huge brick yeah of uh she would just have like a margarine brick like that nice on a plate in the middle of the table out all day like yes. it was just like a it was the like <laughs> fixture you of don't the, have to uh refrigerate butter yeah, it's, or margarine it's a science experiment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you know that they make different shapes of butter depending on what coast you're on well you know oh. you've lived on two coasts wait what Did do you, you mean notice this? they um like the sticks are shorter on the yeah West coast? yeah they're sh- like shorter, they're shorter and, and fatter. maybe fatter yeah That's there's two different kinds i, never, like, I forget made the, the name of them but they there's a company that like made the mold on the, the <laughs> east coast first and then somebody else on the west coast and it's the same volume of yeah. butter but they have different shapes Weird. so like butter dishes are different in different places and huh lizzie now i'm, I'm always curious to uh, know how one finds out such information where did you find this well i've how? always been good at trivia <laughs> <laughs> and facts okay. like this just tend to kind of like come to me I always sure. end up finding out, uh, or I'll hear about it, and I'll start reading about it yeah. on I feel like like that's a Wikipedia page. If you work for a national retailer, you might confront also, like, well, this won't sell, yeah. or like we'll get tons of returns if we put this out. We sell a little yellow silicone cap that goes on a stick of butter, <laughs> and it specifically says for this um, style of butter, and well, I, I don't remember the name of the stick, but Damn. I remember um, seeing that and thinking, huh. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> uh, speaking to your point about um, uh, trivia, gra- like trivia knowledge gravitating towards you, I once had a friend at the end of high school, near or just after high school, he said to me, like, I don't know, it was after we're having a chat, and I just dropped some random tidbit of information in the conversation, and he's like, 
Bowman, you know the most useless shit out of anyone I know. <laughs> and I honestly, no. it was like, I honestly, my heart it swelled right up. I was so proud of that. Yeah, was, you should be proud of yeah. that. Yeah. Those things are fun. That makes you like an interesting person to talk to. Random and, knowledge. Yeah. You know, you just oh, gotta I, drop I, that knowledge on as many people as you can. Yeah, totally. I, I, stopped, <laughs> I stopped paying attention after that. I achieved greatness and I don't know anything else anymore. I don't know any random bits. So what do you like? It doesn't sound like the most relaxing trip, but like it sounds like yeah. you'll have to trade sleep for most of the fun stuff. Yeah, uh, well, that's 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 pretty much it. Yeah, it's, are it's, you staying in the hotel that you're working at? Yeah, that yeah. can be murder because if you're like trapped in a building the entire time. Well, I mean, it's it is definitely right get on those the, constitutionals in then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's right on the beach. So I mean, if I trip backwards, I could fall into the ocean. So that's uh-huh. kind of nice. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know if I mentioned already, but it's about, I think it's about, if all goes well, about 10 hours of work. So it's really, so, it yeah. depends on how hard we want to work. Like if we want to, and, and to be honest, it's going up a scissor lift and it's taking these installations down and replacing a few things and then putting them back in. And now I uh-huh. actually don't know, uh, the number of pieces that we're dealing with or anything like that, but it's, you know, uh, it's significant enough that it's going to take us some hours. So hopefully yeah. it streamlines and we can burn through it. And, you know, uh, it's like not glamorous work at all, but I mean, uh, I get to, I don't know. You're on a scissor lift. That's pretty glamorous. It, you know what? This will be the second time in my life. I've been up on a scissor lift and I was going to uh, say, are you trained on that? Are you certified uh, lift operator? No, I am not. Uh, I am not a certified lift operator, but uh, I'm well, certified to stand in no place. No time like now, the present, yeah. to get your certification. Yeah, I, I'm real good. I'm real good at standing still and praying for my life. So, <laughs> do you get to wear like a harness and like clip in and all the safety gear? Oh yeah, I imagine. Do you have like have a little to. hard hat? Uh, hopefully, it's not little. Hopefully, it fits my head. But yeah, if it's a novelty, <laughs> yeah. if it's a novelty hard hat, I'm willing to wear it. Sure. <laughs> Is uh, it's it's like the size of one that like a scoop of ice cream would come in at a ballpark. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> it's like a Bob the Builder promotion. Yeah, exactly. It's got an elastic to go around my chin. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, safety uh, first. Look at those yeah. cute workers up there. They got the tiny hats on. Do you have to get a special work visa for DR, or is oh, yeah. it like not a big concern for a country that? Uh, mostly exports workers. Now, I'm sure that me broadcasting this information is going to come back and bite me in a few ways. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. When when should we put this episode out just in case? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm maybe... Uh, uh, We're here on... with our guest, Bis Croman. He's telling us about some... <laughs> hey, Bis, how are you? Um, yeah, no, I, I maybe like... Uh, yeah, I'm leaving it up to the the person in charge to know these things. Like I'm just a worker, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, well, you're I, not getting paid for it, right? No, like, no. This is like this is pure vacation time. Uh, volunteer. I'm here for baseball. Just to hang out with my buddy. Yeah, I'm not getting a dime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, I've I've been watching a little bit of the Canadian Border Security Program lately. Yes. Yes. That's so unlike you. Are you serious? No, you watch that all the time. I believe we this on the show. You like the Canadian one. You like the Australian one. Yeah, I I discovered that there's an American one, and I don't know if I want to watch that one. Oh, really? (laughs) That that's probably not awesome. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I I might watch it just for the like sick, just to see like what the difference is. But yeah, Um, but like that's the whole thing. Like they're always like you know, there's always like a guy with like 
work pants in his luggage and they're like why do you have these yeah they have paint flecks on them and he's like uh they're really That's comfortable the i just wear them around and it's yeah. like well <laughs> we suspect you're coming in here it's to work and so you're being fashion? denied yeah. I brought the scissor lift with me for fashion reasons. Yeah. This is a shabby chic scissor lift, all right? <laughs> Have I ever told my scissor lift story Everyone on Everyone is wearing... Uh, no. Are you certified <laughs> scissor lift user? Uh, no, but I was, at, uh, I was uh, working uh, for one of the tech websites that I've made video for in the past, and they were having like our big conference, and it was yeah. getting set up, and I was in the conference hall like a few days ahead of showtime and i wanted to make like a time-lapse video of the you know it being an empty room to be yeah. like full of all the booths and everything and so i wanted to plant a camera up in the rafters just like with a big fat battery and have it photograph all day and so i like walk in and i was you know i was there like under official purview and right. i asked somebody like if i could if i could use a lift and he's like he was like a workman and he's like no nah, if you're not in the union you can't use those lifts you can use those lifts though yeah. those are rented by somebody else i don't care right. so i hop up on no this union thing lifts and i'd been on them before and i like you know i flip on i flip it on and like i uh start like messing with the controls and it like it's Rockets the light came up. on but like it didn't it wouldn't move or or respond to anything and I'm like dicking around with it for like five minutes trying to figure out what I've done wrong. Right. And this guy comes back over. He's like, what are you doing? You don't even know how to do that? And I was like, I've been on lifts before. I've just, uh, <laughs> I'm a little confused by this one. It seems a little different than the than the last one I used. And he, he like, he starts messing around. He's like, get off. You don't know what you're doing. And starts messing around. And he's like, ah, oh, man. <sighs> This isn't even charged. These guys don't know shit about charging lifts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's just one of those nonsense phrases that has seared itself in my yeah. mind. These guys don't know shit about charging lifts. They don't. I can't. They don't. They did not do their research. He, he, he wound up letting me use one of the one of the well maintained union lifts, nice. and uh, nice. it was all good. But I, I, uh, now that that we don't want to get out there publicly, you mm, can definitely no, get no, sued no, no. for that. Yeah. I have a lift story, but it's not a scissor lift. It's a forklift story. I don't. I'm not sure if I've. I'm not sure. If <laughs> How I've do these drinks it. pair with lift stories, guys? Uh, well, oh. don't operate. I them. would not. Yeah, I was gonna say I wouldn't drink these drinks <laughs> yeah. and run a lift. I've never operated a forklift. I can use a pallet jack. But... Oh, that's a. Oh, wait, like a is forklift? a pallet jack like a standing forklift? It's the or... one that you can like you like hand pump it up and then oh, okay. like pull pallet, yeah. drag things around or push things with it. But the the forklift is like the one that you just sit yeah. and press buttons and. Voila. Yeah, this one was like Like a a straddle stacker. You stand on you stand on this one and it's like uh you you know, you get in through the back of it and you stand up and it's basically a forklift that you stand on. And yeah. Uh this was I was I think probably like mm, eighteen or nineteen years old. And uh it was after a late barely legal. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh la la. Um I uh was a disheveled mess as a 19-year-old, unlike now. What? Um, but uh, I, it was like for a late night out and uh, like barely any sleep and I'm working and uh, I'm called to do something. So I uh, get on this forklift and I go and I extend the forks like to get this pallet that's at the top of this scaffold. And I don't know that I'm on two like slightly different levels of concrete underneath me. Eek. And... Uh, I mean, you know, there's there's no way you you could have known, I guess, like just just doing this because it's people do it all day, every day, and it's never happened. And of course, it happens when I'm 
<laughs> when I'm yeah. using it, right? Because that's how things go. And uh, so I extend these forks all the way up. And as I do that, the weight shifts and it Ooh. starts to tip. And I like jump off the back of this thing. and While it, it's still running? What? No, it stopped. It stopped. But the okay. forks are all the way up. So it's like standing still, but like slowly starting to tip like left to uh. right, right? So it's tipping right. And I jump off the back. And I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. I'm up by myself. Like I'm in the back of the warehouse thing. And, um, and did it, it catches. Did it hit one of the shelves and then the domino effect across <laughs> yes. the entire warehouse? Oh, you know what? You know what? All I the just, antiquities. <laughs> I wish. I wish so badly that there's, this was on some sort of uh, videotape of some yeah, kind. Closed but circuit. It, 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 it got caught. It got caught on a like 40, 45 degree angle. Uh, oh my god! It got caught on a forty five degree angle just long enough for me to like stop and be like what the fuck do I do? And then ding, and it fucking falls. <laughs> it falls and it takes out, it takes Eek. out a, a cooling machine that is literally cooling an entire half of a building full of these like presses, like these. Uh, and I'm not kidding, man. It, 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 it ripped a hole in this machine and a flame threw, like just a fireball <laughs> came out of this thing. Like I was, I was privy, like a one man, like I was like this, like it was the most private show of like a, of, I don't know. Hollywood sort of, special effects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's how so it's you done. And, apart um, like an HVAC uh, unit? What's that? The, you like, ripped apart like a the an AC? AC? So it was like a, 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 a press cooling machine. So it like it huh. I, it Whoa. basically yeah. so they just shut down all these like printing presses and um, <laughs> damn like and I think I, so I, my memory is that they were losing one hundred fifty thousand dollars an hour, which is small small factory, you know. So it's not like you know, but yes, yeah. I mean for a small factory, that's a lot of money. And uh, sure, but I no, I'm not kidding. I <laughs> I. I but blocked out the memory after I left the back. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, you know, adrenaline kicks in. And then I wait. I, I, my next memory is that I'm sitting in the office and they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? Because I wasn't trained. Nobody, I didn't have a license. They just said I could yeah. do it. And I've yeah. been doing it for weeks and months. And, uh, and so they were worried you were going to like drop a lawsuit on them yeah. or something. Did yeah. somebody like Charlie Brown walk over to the sign that says, you know, <laughs> 364 days without Since an accident. accident. <laughs> yeah, it was me. It was me. Flip they it made to me zero. Do it. <laughs> that was my punishment. Uh, no, but it was like they just said, oh, you could take the rest of the day. And I, I, I man, I, I've, I don't know if I've ever felt, I've never felt like that before or since like just yeah i don't know like real honest to god like petrified like what are they gonna do you know anyway yeah have you operated a a forklift since uh well i I then they then gave me my like i had to get my license after that so yeah sure sure and i've since burned it and vowed never to (laughs) touch one again (laughs) but uh highly recommend you guys seriously take out a cooling machine it's a real it's a real show yeah, yeah, sounds great. I love explosions. Well, let's uh, let's keep our fingers crossed that no such disaster befalls oh, yeah. the uh, yeah. The that's actually probably shouldn't have told that story right before the scissor lift <laughs> experience. But oh, well, no. as long as you uh, as long as you save your hot coffee grog for after, yeah, your, your job yeah. is over. Yeah, you'll be good. You're gonna need that also because you're gonna be so fucking tired. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. But but I'm up for it. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be yeah, real baby. Fun. It'll be yep. great. Can't wait to hear about it. Shall we do some listener calls? Yes. Sounds good. Request. All right, here's the first one. Hey, guys, this is uh, Mike. I'm up in uh, outside of Boston. 
on the way to uh, the dog park with both my dogs. And I don't really have a life event, but I work at a speakeasy and um, trying to challenge my bartenders to uh, create new cocktails, classic cocktails. So if you guys have one, send them my way. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Mike. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, now, I like that somebody that actually, like, Mike probably knows 10 times about co- as much about yeah. cocktails yeah. as we do. Yeah. Like, you give us a recipe. He works in a speakeasy. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Actually, this do is... give us a recipe. Send us something to make yeah. one yeah, of these cool. episodes. Yeah. 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 That's a This is a two-way idea. street. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I, this is, Mike, this is not going to be a challenge. This is like a twist <laughs> on an old classic that exists already. I'm not... How about this? Like, I don't have those kinds of ideas. Uh, well, I, a twist on an old classic is is like a premise, though, right? It's a premise. Like, it's if, definitely a premise. If you're running a speakeasy and you go like, okay, like a, you know, whatever, like a pink lady, like what's a what's a twist we could do on that that and really make it our own? You know? Yeah, yeah, fair. I mean, so this is a drink actually that uh, we um, featured or used rather uh, uh, in an episode with our friend Sarah Benincasa. Um, uh, it's called the Naked and Famous, and it's a it's a twist on a last word. So it's an equal parts cocktail, um, you know. And I, it's funny because sometimes these drinks come back around where I've we do them on the show, and I've forgotten about them. And then I'm at work, and uh, some eager young buck at at my place <laughs> of uh, uh, work uh, will say, "Oh, have you had this?" And I say, "Well, that rings a bell." And then you know, of course, <laughs> we've done it. But um, have I had that? Of course, yeah. I had that, and <laughs> yeah. I had it with. Sarah Benincasa. Yeah. I got a GD cocktail podcast, <laughs> Whippersnapper. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing, too. It's like my the people I work with know that I have this podcast, and so there's, uh, I don't know if they have an idea of like, oh, Chris will do, he'll know, he'll, he'll know what this is, and I'm, you know, I, again, I, I do like whip making Whip out cocktails. the archives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I wish my brain worked like that. Like, one of the guys I worked with is an actor, so he's constantly memorizing stuff, so he's really good with that kind of thing, right? Wow. Uh, um, Should we give him our archives and have him start memorizing it yes. so yeah. he can use them yeah. as an encyclopedia? Yeah, actually, I, I want to have him on, so maybe he will be one day. But um, anyway, so Naked Let's and Famous it. is uh, three-quarter ounces of mezcal, uh, three quarter ounces of Aperol, uh, three quarter ounces of yellow chartreuse, and three quarter ounces of lime juice. Um, oh, that's yeah. great! Yeah, and so this is a drink we've been making quite a bit lately because it was reintroduced uh, through my pal at work, and and it you know people are always looking for a mezcal drink or a, you know something or chartreuse. Something, yeah, or chartreuse exactly, and and we're yeah, big fans of the last word on this show. Requested. Yeah, 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 we're big fans of the last word on this show and and at the bar. So um, to have a twist on that uh, is is fun and uh, tasty. So seriously, I mean, I, I'm sure that Mike has heard of this drink. You know, if you're working a speakeasy, you you've you've got the cocktail books and you've got the knowledge. But if not, try it and see what you think. Yeah. All right, we got a second call here. Sweet. Hey guys, my name is Paul and. Now that it's autumn and the weather's getting a bit cooler, my wife Becca and I are doing a lot more backpacking. And we have usually just had whiskey to drink because it's light and easy to take in the woods and good at room temperature. Um, But we're looking for cocktails to enjoy around a campfire, maybe with some s'mores, um, to enjoy while we're appreciating the great outdoors. Thanks. I like this premise a lot. Yeah, I do too. I'm kind of jealous of their... A cocktail that you can rough it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had dinner with my friend Nico last night and presented this to her to see like what she thought. Um, uh-huh. 
she's not much of a camper, but she is kind of a lesbian stereotype. So I thought maybe she would have an answer for like a camping cocktail. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, this is not what I have chosen for you, but she thinks you should unbox a box of wine and carry <laughs> the wine with you and uh, mulling spices and make mold wine around the campfire. <laughs> also, she recommends Huskies and Subarus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. She does. Did you guys hear that thing about how Subaru like became? I read a whole article on it yeah. and it was so so inspire, inspiring, it's, obviously. It's really interesting. I'm also a lesbian stereotype. They had this whole ad campaign about how they started, um, you know, appealing to gay people, particularly gay women. They were like one it's of the first companies to so fascinating. Like treat that as like a viable huh. move market, in yeah. the market. And, and how they were going to angle towards it and like specific yeah. things they, they use to market towards women and they were like it was like at a time where they were like really worried that it would like put a pox on their company if it like if like they needed to like market to gay women in a way that normals would not notice (laughs) and they have a lot of ads that are very like stage wink towards gay women (laughs) and that's that's why they're great and you know, that was probably one of those things that Not I'm like, normals, gosh, I really like, want you know, like a Subaru. Yeah. I wonder why I want a Subaru so bad. Ah, I, don't, I don't mean to be normative. I'm just saying like people that would cast aspersions on people for right. being gay at I, the time. Right. You know, which, it's funny. I, I heard someone say, you know, uh, see a Subaru and say like, ah, oh, it's a lesbian car. I thought it was some asshole. You know, saying, oh, it's a lesbian <laughs> car. And I did not know that that's actually Oh, no. A thing. Oh, okay. I mean, if you ever need to, like, run things by me, like, I can tell you, like, <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs oh, down. My God. Like, you know what? Subarus are definitely a lesbian car. <laughs> my mother in law just bought one. Everything. What's going on? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. You're going to regret extending Love that. Love to meet your mother in law. So, my thought was, I also like bourbon or whiskey when I'm camping. I think it's like a really good like campfire kind of drink. Mm-hmm. I think anything, if you're traveling with booze in general, having like smaller quantities of things, you can always pack things in, in smaller containers. So I definitely recommend like a, a you know, watertight uh, drink container or liquid container like a Nalgene. Yeah. Um, so, but I still was going to go with, with bourbon And there's this company in New York State uh, called Red and Brown, and they have this product that I'm kind of obsessed with, (laughs) and I think you should get it. It might be a little bit of a splurge, but um, I think you should have this drink with this product called Campfire Syrup. It's smoked maple syrup. What? Just thinking about like a drink with that and a s'more and a campfire and your sweetie and like the great outdoors. It just, I'm really excited for you, and I hope you can get this. (laughs) Exactly. Um, They sell it directly from their website, but you can buy it a couple places in New York State. Um, I don't think that Paul and Becca are from New York State, but I think they're in the the Northeast, so it shouldn't be crazy to have it shipped. Um, But there's like a place in our neighborhood that makes lattes with this stuff. What? And I've also had it in like iced coffee and it's really crazy good. Dang. but I highly recommend it. It's called Campfire Syrup. The company is Red and Brown. I think their Instagram is Shop Red and Brown. Um, big, big fan. But the this is a drink from them and it's called the Lumberjack Sour. It's two ounces of bourbon, three quarter ounce of lemon juice, three quarter ounce of campfire syrup, and then you can garnish it. They have it like fancy garnish, which like 
if you're camping you're don't be, worry yeah. about it garnish um, it with a twig put it on your exactly put, a, uh, put it in a nice like enamel mug in your sierra cup yeah <laughs> <laughs> um place all the ingredients in a cocktail shaker or again i would bring a nalgene bottle like a 32 ounce nalgene bottle would make a great cocktail shaker yeah. um and you can have that with ice i wouldn't necessarily worry about the ice if you're backpacking if you're car camping get that ice out of the cooler um, and then you're going to strain it into a chilled coop <laughs> <laughs> and then garnish with lemon peel or a uh, cocktail cherry. But yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that syrup. It yeah. is awesome stuff. If you can get your hands on it, get your hands on it. And if you can only make it with regular maple syrup, I think it'd still be a good cocktail. That sounds like a cocktail that you could almost like pre-batch and just carry like yeah. the, like have a Nalgene full of it. Yeah. And take nips off of that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, we need to stop and rest (laughs) i have a lot of thoughts on traveling uh traveling with booze stuff i have some (laughs) some ideas and some some kit gear suggestions if anyone needs lizzie bartelt spinoff podcast (laughs) how to travel with traveling with booze (laughs) it's gonna be more popular than this one you might might say she's a booze traveler All the blues traveler fans out there, that one's for you. Uh, my first response was to say, hey, roll to me, but that's Delamitri. What was blues traveler? Mm, I don't know. Uh, lots of harmonicas. The hook? Yeah. yeah, the harmonica. What's the guy's name? John Robert Popper. Popper. John Popper. John Popper. Yeah. It's a good band. I always remember. Uh, Love the I, 90s. Love the spin doctors. An, an, uh, an interview with John Popper uh, hearing that, uh, or no, no, we, we once heard that Alanis Morissette said that it was so easy to learn the harmonica. She learned it in like a day. And then we were just thinking like, tell that to John Popper who wears a vest with 30 <laughs> fucking harmonicas on his shirt, you know? Anyway. Fun. Yeah, fun. Well, yeah, guys. Yeah, so happy camping. Try those drinks. Uh, if you make them, take a pic and send it in. Yes. Bonus points if there's a uh, campfire and a majestic wilderness in the background. Yes. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, go to letsdrinkabout.it. And there's a tab on the right-hand side of the screen. All right, guys. I think we should probably... Yep. Call it a day on this episode of Let's Drink About It. I've had an, a very nice time sitting, having yeah. a, having a little afternoon cocktail with you two. Saturday, Indeed. despite Vibes. the raging fucking hangover, I'm nursing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really? Uh, I you know like I keep saying it. I like beer is very incompatible with my body these days, and yeah. for some reason I went out and drank. Five or six beers less. <laughs> I was kind of bragging while we were making drinks about the cool night I had, and I had a few beers too. And Ben's like, "Oh, I am uh, really, I am really killing today." <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've had a bastard behind the eyes all day. <laughs> uh, but uh, but this made me feel a lot better. Yeah, so, this will perk you right up. Yeah, God love you. Uh, if you'd like to follow our our uh, Twitter. Go to at Drink About It. We're on Instagram at Let's Drink About It and Facebook at Let's Drink About It. You can also follow Lizzie at Lizzie Bartelt and Chris at Chris B Chicken and Benjamin at Benjamin R A H R. That's me. Uh, we should thank Graham Walsh and Jamal Richardson for thank our thank beautiful you. music. Uh, two of the best gents in the world mm-hmm. and yes, another top tier gent. Uh, up there in the running for best is uh, Paul Watling, <laughs> who made our art. Yep. Uh, yeah, I love that neon yeah. logo. 
So good. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. Lizzie has it printed out and stickered onto the back of her phone. I do. Do you, you get really? Stickers. Yeah. I did get stickers made. I'll, I'll drop some in the mail to you. Oh, or wow. better yet, come visit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I said it would come in November. I actually want to come down there. So maybe yeah. last Cool. Winter. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Well, with that, we will be back at you next time with more life events and drinks that go perfectly with them later. Potato. Don't choke on your rum and coffee. <laughs> I can't do a Scottish accent. I just thought I might. Happy days. <laughs> I need uh, got, lessons. You know, if you uh, if you want to know what I'm like on too much coffee, listen to this podcast again and <laughs> my fucking motor mouth. Yeah, it's not sped up. We didn't do that in post. Yeah, oh that was God. like Chris recorded while running circles around the block this entire time. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, listen, a, uh, I mean, Briss. Briss did. <laughs> yeah, Briss. Yeah. yeah, Briss. Briss, that's a really funny name. <laughs> Briss Croman. That's a really painfully funny name. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, I love you. Love you too. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.